All right, I want you to, to do me a favor here. If you're driving, don't do this. But if you're at home listening on, on Alexa or Google or just streaming us on WJR.com, I want you to close your eyes, all right? I want you to think long and hard about this presidential election. I don't, I'm not asking you to pick anybody yet. But I think if you're a Republican, I think if you're a Democrat, quite frankly, these debates with Republicans are important, right? You know what, Donald, what, what, what Joe Biden is, okay? At this point, you know. You also know what Donald Trump is. But as you sit here with your eyes closed, I want you to raise your hand. And if, if, if you wanted a debate between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis, go ahead, raise it. I'm sure nobody is. Because nobody asked for this. I don't know why we're doing this. But tonight at, what, 9 o'clock? Sean Hannity will moderate this debate from Georgia between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and California Governor Gavin Newsom. Now, what's interesting here is that Gavin Newsom, for I, I should probably say weeks, although it's probably been months now. I don't. The time is a is a real uh, devil here. But for the recent few weeks. Gavin Newsom has been poo-pooing this idea that he's going to run for president, that he is somehow going to challenge Joe Biden in a primary, that he is somehow going to leap Kamala Harris as the Democrat candidate. He is he has every step of the way poo-pooed this idea that he will be running for president. Ron DeSantis, we know, is running for president. Ron DeSantis is looking to win the GOP nomination to go up against, we presume, Joe Biden. But is there something underlying here? Is Gavin Newsom running some shadow campaign just in the event Joe Biden can't go? Just in the event Joe Biden decides to change his mind and not run for a second term? It's an interesting kind of inflection point as we enter this this this, you know, 12 month span of the 2024 presidential election. Ron Stevenson is the director of debate at Wayne State University and joins us. Uh, Ron, it's good to have you. Thanks, Chris. This is a, an interesting one. Do you remember a time where you've got two governors debating each other during a presidential primary a year out where one is, you know, if you look, depending on which poll you look at, falling third on the GOP side of things. And then on the other side, in the other podium, a guy that's not even technically running for president. Have we ever seen this before? Not in my lifetime. It's definitely a highly unusual political event, but made for TV. It's probably got some There's ratings. No doubt. I don't know if anybody wants it, but it's going to be interesting. That's what I think. I'm not sure anybody wants it either. What do we expect to hear tonight? What What are some of the the the, the topics we expect to, to, to be thrown their way? So I think the part of the reason and possibility, assuming that it's not Newsom running the shadow campaign, that you'd see him up on the stage is he's setting himself up for 2028. And I do think he's likely to be the face of the Democratic Party then. You know, this could be a good snapshot of what the presidential debates are in 2028. But the issues you'll see are immigration, because that's one of those primary issues that affects both California and Florida. Abortion will be center stage as well. And then their economic policies. But what's really going to be, I think, telling is how much Newsom compares what he's done in California versus trying to speak as a proxy for Biden. 
because if it's more in the line of like advocating for his own policies, I think that's a good tell that he's really setting himself up for a future run. Hmm. Who has the most to lose here? Who has the most to gain, do you think? I think they both will probably gain, um, only because DeSantis needs this as a chance to shore himself up as the you know heir apparent potentially in the Republican Party. I think he's going to finish second, maybe third, depending on how he deals with Haley um, in the primaries. But for 2028, if he wants you know to be the Republican nominee, he needs as much press time as he can. And one of the best ways to do it is to contrast himself with somebody from a very blue state. And then Newsom on the flip side of that, I don't, he doesn't really have anything to lose because he's not running for office. Um, he's only supposedly speaking as a proxy. And this gives him an audience, uh, a national audience, that he doesn't otherwise have access to, unlike DeSantis who's running right now. You know, the idea of, of Gavin Newsom serving as a proxy to Joe Biden, do you believe that voters who will be dialed into this tonight look at that as a as a knock against Joe Biden as as an effort to, you know, you, you got to get other people out there to almost to fight your battles for you in a certain way? Not that Joe Biden would debate uh, Ron DeSantis at this juncture, but is it is it is that will that be a turnoff, do you believe, to, to voters? Um, I'm not real sure to be a turnoff. It really depends on sort of what the sound bites are that come out of it. I think the primary justification for Democrats to put him up as a proxy is he's much more progressive than Biden. And he's also younger. So, you know, you don't have a cantankerous old man up on the stage. You know, it's kind of what we saw with Trump and Biden. You got that young face that everybody's been saying they want. And so if they can get some sound bites that, you know, get the base, the Democratic base, motivated because that's a big problem for Biden, they can only help him um, because he's doing poorly in the polls right now and they just need something to shore it up. And if that's him talking in favor, then I think it could only help him. Based on the the debates that we've seen Ron DeSantis in, you know, I think there's a little bit of a of a strange facade uh, for Ron DeSantis. He, he doesn't always seem totally genuine in my eyes. Um, there, there does seem to be almost this plastered on kind of smile at certain points or at, at certain inflections based on what he's saying. You know, Gavin Newsom is a little bit more polished in that sense. Do you do you feel like this will be a, an inflection point for Ron DeSantis to try to pick up some more Republican support? Yeah, I absolutely think that's the reason he agreed to it and why his campaign is pushing it. And it gets him out independent of the other potential Republicans, which I think is an important thing. It establishes himself on his own. But yeah, he's got to be able to hold himself. If his argument is, I'm the one that can beat Democrats, if he can't hold his own against Newsom, that I think really puts him in a difficult spot. But yeah, he doesn't look authentic, I think, to a lot of people. And he feels, I think he's a little uncomfortable in front of the spotlight. And I guess more practice, the better. But again, it's another one of those, any good press, or any press is good press kind of moment for sure. him as well. Yeah, interesting stuff. Ron Stevenson, thanks so much for your insight on this. Uh, it'll be an interesting debate, no doubt. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris, for having me. Yeah, we'll talk again very soon. That's Ron Stevenson, the director of debate at Wayne State University. Do you believe that this is almost a move by Ron DeSantis? This is a an all chips in the middle of the table. This is an all in. Ron DeSantis wants to be on a stage where no other Republicans are, and he can speak from a position of authority. 
He can speak from on a position of here's what I would do, and there are no, but there's nobody else on this stage, no other Republicans on this stage that are going to push back on that. So he becomes almost the quasi authority figure for the Republicans on that stage. But at the same time, for me, Gavin Newsom is a little more polished. Gavin Newsom is uh, is somebody that has been through the ringer in California to a certain degree, the recall efforts and, and winning that that special election. This is somebody who's who's been through the ringer and has come out the other side. It's one of the reasons why I think he's a very popular choice to potentially succeed Joe Biden. Love to get your thoughts. 800-859-0957. 800-859-0WJR. Got to take a break. More next on JR Afternoon.